Hi, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that are new to the podcast channel, hello and welcome. I'm a Reiki master teacher and a shamanic practitioner, an energy healer and a life coach, and I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. These podcasts have been going for an equally long length of time and are here to assist you on your journey to wellness and uh, self-knowing, really, uh, a term that's called gnosis. For those of you that are regular listeners, hello and welcome. Also, and thank you to everyone who listens, sends lovely messages of support, and also thank you for all your donations. Just to remind you that these podcasts are not affiliated to any organisation. I'm not going to try and sell you anything. Um, I'm not uh, backed by any um, powerful backers. This is just me and my laptop and a microphone sharing information uh, that hopefully will assist you on your journey. The purpose of sharing this information is to empower you and to bring you into a greater state of empowerment and discernment on your journey as we navigate these crazy times. So any donations are gratefully received. Head over to the website sacredspacehealing.org, click on the donations button, there's a drop-down menu, and you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to. You can also leave a nice review on the iTunes page, or you can share the podcast links with friends and family. It's important that I say that I'm not affiliated to anyone and I'm not working with an organisation so you know that the information that I'm imparting to you is individual to individual. It's not a part of any kind of greater agenda or uh, plan at this time. I also don't have guests uh, or make recommendations um, on the podcast channel for those very reasons because this is about empowering you. This is not about um, hoodwinking anyone, and it's not about uh, following any kind of agenda. Okay, so today's podcast, um, I'd like to shine a light on how easy is it for you to receive help. But one of the things that happens if we've experienced trauma in our lives is that we go into a kind of shutdown mechanism of survival. And this means that it can sometimes make it really difficult for us to trust again to trust that we're safe in the world, to trust that the help that we receive is going to be right, to trust that the people that um, we put our faith in are not going to betray or abandon us. And how this manifests then is often we can be really pushing away the very thing that we want, i.e. help, love, connection, abundance, healing, health, um, wealth, and so forth. So I see it a lot in um, the therapeutic context as a kind of block, as an obstacle to the work. So there'll either be a kind of block to receiving help in session, as in a resistance to the work, a resistance to the rituals, a resistance to the information that is there to assist. Uh, And that can manifest as not doing the rituals, not doing the homework in between sessions, but it can also manifest as turning up late for calls, cancelling calls, Um, it can manifest as not wanting to pay a full amount, not wanting to pay on time, it can manifest as uh, very early on, even in the early stages of making contact, wanting to do the work and then uh, withdrawing interest from doing the work. And of course there's a million and one reasons why these things can happen just to do with life. But what I tend to find is that with people that have experienced trauma of some kind or looking to heal really deep-seated issues, 
that what is actually happening is a resistance to receiving and that there is so much fear around receiving that what the individual then tends to do is to gravitate towards similar energies that they have experienced in the past and receive from those energies. Now the danger and the problem with that is that the energies that they have experienced in the past have hurt them, have caused the trauma, and yet there's such a familiarity with that trauma, with that dynamic, with that individual um, makeup, with that story, with that dysfunction, that they'll keep gravitating towards what's familiar and run from what's unfamiliar through fear. And the fear is very real and it's very relevant. You know, the fear is that they're going to get hurt again. But sadly, what keeps happening is that they keep running to the same types of energies that will keep hurting them. So to give some examples of context, for example, it could be someone who's always like that friend of yours or you even that's always dating the unattainable, right? You're always, you're always drawn to the person that you can't have. Either they're married, they're in a relationship, they've got addictions, they live on the other side of the world. And you find yourself again and again and again in that situation. Now, there's many theories about why people do this. Some people say, you know, some learned people will say, we do this because we want to break the pattern. And other people say, we do this because we know no better. So we're so used to that dynamic that we keep going back to it. And others say we do it because we want to better understand, you know, on a deep kind of subconscious level, why we are so drawn to the unattainable. Now, in that situation, in that scenario, why is someone so drawn to the unattainable? Well, maybe they had absent parental figures when they were growing up. Maybe someone they really loved uh, left them. Maybe someone passed on. And it's an unhealed wound, right? It's a trauma. And because that trauma and that unhealed wound has not been looked at, has not been addressed, has not been brought to the light, if you like, and, and just really kind of made conscious it plays out on an unconscious level. So they find themselves in the same kind of relationships and dynamics. It can also manifest, for example, in the therapeutic context. So what you often see is individuals who have had terrible experiences um, with healers or psychics or readers um, or counsellors. And um, I talk about this a lot in podcasts, you know, toxic gurus, toxic healers, they're out there, right? They're preying on the vulnerable, unfortunately. And given the world that we're in now and the way spirituality has become a marketplace, there's more and more of them out there, sadly. And there's many reasons for this, as I talk about in other podcasts, including their own woundedness that hasn't been addressed and their own sort of misdirection that they're not plugged into the light, really. They're plugged into darkness. But an individual goes and they work with a reader or a healer, say, and they spend thousands upon thousands of pounds on healings and readings and eventually they come to realize that they've just been abused by this healer or reader, right? That they've just taken their money, misdirected them, not really healed them, not really helped them. And if sometimes in worst case scenarios have actually made things worse, they've, uh, you know, mis mis hugely misdirected them or they've, they've actually purposely harmed them. You know, some of these healers and readers will um, experiment on their clients, you know, try out new techniques and so forth. So the damage has been done, the trauma is there, right? Now, that trauma could be the first time they've ever experienced betrayal. In my experience, it's probably not the first time, as in they're playing out a pattern, they're playing out an old story that probably happened previous to them meeting this healer or this psychic. But what happens now is that this individual's pretty screwed up, right? Their energy feels all screwed, they've been messed around with, God knows what these healers and psychics have done to them. People often feel like they have attachments and cords and 
energy that isn't theirs and their life is going terribly. And so they desperately seek out other healers and psychics to help them. And I often get approached um, by people in this situation as well. And I, I, I well understand what they're experiencing. Having experienced it personally myself and I very, very early on when I started out in my healing journey, but also seeing it a lot in practice with clients who come to me to be well, really kind of salvaged from bad experiences. But what tends to happen then is a reticence. They can't believe that anyone's actually not going to like take their money and run. They can't quite take that next step. They can't quite leap and trust again. And the reason they can't quite trust again is multi-level, right? But I'm going to give you two reasons for that. One is it's a natural reaction to having your uh, your trust betrayed to, to, to then doubt the next time is a natural reaction and it's part of the healing process and it's part of our growth but the other is is that they're not used to this different energy they're used to something a little bit darker a little bit more sinister a little bit more manipulative so in this example or if I use myself as an example I'll pipe off and say I don't have an agenda I'm not here to take your money. If I do a shamanic journey for you and the guidance is that I can't help you, I'll tell you. Yes, we can do payment plans. Yes, these are boundaries. Um, and it's unfamiliar to them. And because it's unfamiliar, they run. They te sometimes tend to run or not want to take the first step because it's not the energy that they're used to. What they were used to was probably, when it's dysfunctional, a very cloying um, sort of... I can only really describe it as like sickly sweet, like it's like this blanket around you and it's hypnotic and it's addictive and it's drug-like and it sweeps you in and it makes you want more and it is moorish and you feel that you're held and you're guided and that everything is synchronized. But what's actually happening is that you're just being depleted of your energy. It's vampiric. And we know with our vampiric stories that how it's so... It's so exciting and it's so passionate and it's so seductive and sexy and dangerous and yet so depleting right and I think there's aspects of us that chemically uh, mentally spiritually energetically can get used to that as an energy and then look for it again and when we encounter something that isn't that that isn't vampiric that isn't clawing that isn't drawing from us that is actually quite neutral we can run from it because we think it's not the real deal or it's not going to help us or is this really the right thing for us? And often that's a really good sign that this possibly is a really good option for you. And so what happens in scenarios like this is that people have one of two choices, right? They either take the leap into the unknown and this new energy or they say this feels unfamiliar and they step back. And that's why when we've experienced really bad trauma, it can be very difficult for us to receive the help that is right for us. Not because it isn't out there, it is out there, but because we're not vibrating on the same resonance as it. We are looking for a different kind of energy. And because we're looking in another direction, because we're wanting to feel an, a different form of energy, we can't recognize that something that has neutrality or doesn't have drama or um, is quite simple or easy uh, is 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 a good option for us. I think one of the things that we can learn to do is to is to pick uh, those opportunities that are different from our past. So if you're used to dynamics, say with healers and psychics, where it's 
again, very seductive or uh, very intimate or um, uh, it feels very frenetic or very chaotic, why not try the next time going in a different direction with someone where it doesn't feel that way? Now, you might make a massive mistake again, right? But we only learn by trying and realizing where did I not listen to my intuition? Where were the red flags there and I didn't choose to see them? Where were the signs there and I chose to ignore them? And you won't always get it right and life isn't always going to pan out the way we expect it to and people change and people's energies change. It's happening a lot at the moment. But the only way to kind of overcome this inability to receive is to start to test different ways in which you can receive. And a really good way is to move towards what is unfamiliar. Another really good way is to say to yourself, you know, what in the past hasn't worked? So if you've worked with healers and psychics before, just using that example, but it's also other relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, work relationships, where there's been a certain dynamic and that dynamic has not worked for you. So whether it's very dramatic or it's very chaotic or it's, um, you know, going from zero to 100 very quickly, look back on those relationships and say, well, which of those worked for me and which of those didn't? And then when you start to see that pattern replaying again in a new relationship, it's a really good red flag. It's a really good opportunity for you to say, oh, look, it's happening again. And I know that this type of dynamic doesn't work for me. So how about I step away from it? How about I press pause? How about I voice that and say, you know what, this is a pattern for me. Now, are we falling into this pattern because it's just our dynamic? Or are we falling into this pattern because I'm allowing it to happen? Or are we falling into this pattern because I really need to walk away? I mean, there's so many questions to ask around that. But it's good to ask those questions of yourself first. And then if you can ask those questions of the other individual, then do so. Especially if they are in a therapeutic context working with you. Because you have the right to ask those questions. Uh, When you feel that you're falling into a pattern with a healer or a psychic, voice it. Say this always happens or this tends to happen. And why is it happening? And sometimes it's just because you know, you're dealing with another human being who's living their own life. But sometimes it could be because this is not the right dynamic for you. This is not going to be of assistance to you. Receiving help is so important in being able to heal our trauma, but also in being able to move on in our lives. You know, we need to receive abundance from the universe. We need to receive health. We need to receive the healing energy. And if we are fearful, if we don't trust If we have put up resistance, then we'll only half receive it. It won't come in full pelt. So the way to heal that is to heal the trauma that occurred, to heal those memories on so many different levels, um, to heal those associations, those contracts, those vows, those agreements that may have been made. When that traumatic incident happened, that meant it became harder to trust in the energy of receptivity from that moment on. And it could be something that happened pre-birth, it could be something that happened when you were a baby, it could be something that happened in your childhood or later on in life. And it could be a series of all those events. And it is important to heal each one of them and give each one of them the space for its own healing so that in time we are able to become beings that are better placed to receive what is right for us and to say no to what is wrong for us. And often with trauma, things get turned upside down And we're saying yes to the things that are wrong for us because it's familiar. And we're saying no to the things that are right for us because it's unfamiliar. And we need to reprogram ourselves. It's almost like we need to 
reboot our hard drive and get rid of the bugs, you know, and just and, and reprogram ourselves and put in some good code. So hopefully that assists in uh, understanding receptivity. Um, it's a core wound, really, to not be able to receive, and it's a lot of the work that I do in the Core Wound Healing Program. Uh, please do check out the website, sacredspacehealing.org, for free meditations, for further podcasts, and for blog posts. And of course, if the deeper work calls to you, I currently uh, continue to work with clients around the world. Um, I work online, so uh, location is no obstacle. And I offer the Core Wound Healing Program, the Life Purpose Program, the Abundant Sessions, and one-to-one coaching, healing, and mentoring. The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace, and abundance. Until the next time.